Hello and welcome friends. You are now listening to the new grad physical therapist success blueprint audio experience. I am the host of this podcast, Javier Carlin, the founder of the new grad PT mentors, where we help new grad physical therapists like yourself to become confident clinicians, increase their worth as PTs and take control of their finances without burning out or needing 10 plus years of experience. If this is your first time listening, thank you so much. It means the absolute world to us. And if you have any questions at all, reach out to us at contactngptmentors.com. That is contactngptmentors.com. If you haven't already, make sure to join our free Facebook group, New Grad PT Mentorship, and follow us on Instagram at the New Grad PT Mentors. Thank you so much. Now on to the show. Want to stand out from other healthcare professionals? Want to know how you can provide value to your patients and clinic aside from your clinical skills? Tune in to learn about the specific type of skills that only 0.01% of PTs actually have. In this episode of the New Grad Physical Therapist Success Blueprint Audio Experience, join Dr. Javier to gain an understanding of the three types of skills you must grasp as a professional and find out why only one of the three types will give you the ability to increase your worth as a new grad PT. All right, we are live. Welcome, everyone. Just give me a quick, quick second. I'm going to go ahead and just tag everyone, everyone who asked to be tagged in this video, uh, really quickly, and then I'll get going. I'll go ahead and get going soon. Just give me a few seconds. Um, I promise I'll try and get this finished as quickly as possible. Hi, Melanie. Just give me one second. I'm, I'm just getting uh, everyone who wanted to watch this video tagged, and then we'll get going. Thank you for joining. Go ahead and wave to you. Jacob, thank you so much for joining. Just give me one second. I'm tagging everyone who asked to be tagged, and we'll go ahead and get going. Uh, Gio, what's going on, man? Long time no talk. Hope uh, uh, life after PT school is going amazing. Let's see. Uh, Mario, what's up, brother? How you doing, man? Good to see you on. Good to see you on. Just give me one second while I tag everyone who asked to be tagged, and we'll go ahead and get going. Just one second. Andy, what's up, Andy? The PT Doodler is in the house. PT Doodler, go check him out. Perfect. So everyone, just thank you so much for joining me tonight. Um, tonight is all about... Huh, it's going to be fun. It's going to be fun. It's about the three types of skills. The three types of skills. So not necessarily the skills. The three types of skills that you must understand to increase your worth as a new grad PT. So just to get, kind of give you some background here, uh, the, the three types of skills are, are things that we, we're aware of, we know, but we've never actually thought about, right? So the reason I wanted to dive in this to, into, into this today is because, you know, we're not taught these skills that I'm about to teach you today uh, throughout this live stream. We're not taught these skills, um, you know, in high school, in undergrad, in graduate school. All right, so I want to go ahead and differentiate the three types of, of skills that you need to understand and understand why it's so important that we learned the third type of skill because only one of these, only one of these is actually going to produce results. So if, if you're trying to increase your worth as a physical therapist, you have to do things a little bit differently. You cannot, you cannot be, you know, and we'll dive into this now actually, but before I get ahead of myself, we'll dive into this quickly, but only... 99.9%, sorry, 0.01% of physical therapists have the skills that I'm going to teach you tonight, that I'm gonna to talk about tonight, the ones that you must understand and you must learn 
in order to increase your worth as a physical therapist. All right, Jakari, what's up, Christy? Thank you for joining. All right, so let's get let's get going. Let's get going. So first types of skills. The first type of skill is a low dollar skill, right? We have low dollar skills. All right, so you're asking me what is a low dollar skill, right? If you're on Team Live, go ahead and just comment Team Live so I know that you're on. Uh, if you're watching this as a replay, go ahead and comment Team Replay so I know you're watching this afterward. Um, but low dollar skills, so what are they, okay? So low dollar skills, low dollar value is essentially what it means, right? So these are skills that the entire human population has. These are skills that pay anywhere from $7 to about $15 per hour, okay? So low dollar skills are basically, let's go ahead and give, give a few examples. Like anyone watching right now, uh, give me a few jobs that, you have, that you've had in the past um, that you think would go under you know, low dollar skills. I'll go ahead and start throwing some out. Uh, for me, you know, car washing. I used to wash cars when I was younger. Can anyone wash cars? Pretty much everyone in the human you know, population can wash a car. Uh, it's not that, not that difficult. You know, you grab a bucket, you dump some water in the bucket, grab a sponge, put some soap in the bucket, wash the car, dry it up, you know, well, you hose it down. Obviously, I'm not a very good uh, car washer. <laughs> you hose the car down and then you dry it up. Essentially, that, that, that's the skill that it takes, right? Can anyone do that? Absolutely. Jordan, thank you so much for jumping on. Anyone can do that. Retail, okay, cool. Can anyone fold clothes? I mean, I still have trouble with it, but yes, I, I can learn how to do it. I just don't like to do it, right? I, I, uh, directing phone calls, I mean, people can do that. People can direct phone calls. Um, you know, working at, at Publix or uh, a grocery store, can you put food items into a, a bag, a plastic bag? Absolutely, anyone can do that, right? Those are low dollar skills. They're skills that everyone in the world can learn very quickly, and they don't pay that much. They don't pay that much. So these are not the skills. Chipotle. I mean, I, girl, I love Chipotle. I love Chipotle. But is it hard to make to make a, a you know a burrito? Is it hard to make a, a beautiful burrito? I, I'm sure it takes some talent, but I'm sure I could figure it out pretty quickly, right? Um, man, you're getting me hungry with that Chipotle. Devin, thank you so much for jumping on. So those are low dollar skills. They're skills that everyone has, everyone can do, and they pay very little. Seven to $15 an hour, right? These are skills that are not gonna increase your worth as a physical therapist. I think we got that down. I think we got that down, so we can move on. We can move on. Now, wrapping a burrito without breaking it is hard. <laughs> you might be right, Andy, you might be right. Shanahan, thank you so much for jumping on. Javier, thank you so much for jumping on, man. Uh, so those are the low dollar skills, right? So what, what are the next type of skills, right? The second type of skills. These are CS. CS, clinical skills. It took me three months. <laughs> that was a bad example, damn burritos. <laughs> Anyone could eventually figure it out, right? So low dollar skills. We got that down, check. Clinical skills. These are the skills that you learn in physical therapy school. These skills, everyone that comes out as a physical therapist has at least basic clinical skills. We all have that. So is that gonna, is that gonna allow you to stand out from every other new grad PT that's coming out of school right now? Is that gonna allow you to stand out? Right, everyone has a different personality that you know they take different CEU courses, they do this, this and that. But general basic, you know, clinical skills, 
you know, private practice owners, if they're looking for someone to hire, they, they might, you know, like that you did it because it shows that you're into learning, but is it really going to increase your worth as a PT? I don't think so. I don't think so. And if it does, it's minuscule. The amount that it increases your worth is, is tiny. It's, it's basically negligible. Okay. And I'll kind of dive deeper into that. But basically everyone coming out of PT school has clinical skills. That's what you went to physical therapy school for. And that's why I'm not teaching, I'm not teaching you clinical skills, right? Everyone coming out of PT school has clinical skills. And now the reason that you're not going to increase your worth by increasing your clinical skills is because anyone can do that and everyone does do it. You know, CU course after CU course, trying to master all these different techniques and tools and et cetera, et cetera. And we don't even know how to use them or we don't even use them properly. We don't even know when to use them. So if you're going to go to a seminar for two days, spend the next eight days trying to master it and actually implement it and know exactly when to use it and for what patient. Because otherwise it's not going to help you. It's not going to help the patient and it's definitely not going to increase your worth as a PT because employers don't care about that, unfortunately. Okay. So if you are, if you want to be an average physical therapist, if you want to come out of school and be an average physical therapist, you are, you are coming out of school as an average physical therapist because an average PT has clinical skills, right? Everyone has clinical skills. So if this is all you're depending on, if clinical skills is all you have, then you deserve average pay because you bring nothing else to the table. You bring nothing else to the table, right? So, the, man, the, 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 if you don't, all right, how do I say this? If this is all you bring to the table, you are not going to increase your worth as a PT because every single other physical therapist coming out of school has clinical skills. So what are you doing to stand out? Are you going to have more opportunities for growth if all you have is clinical skills? Absolutely not. Absolutely not. So this is what you're betting on. This is, if this is what you're depending on and, and you're thinking you're going to get a massive increase in your salary, a massive promotion or a massive raise, I'm sorry to break it to you, but you're absolutely not. You're absolutely not going to get that. So that brings me to the third type of skill and that is high dollar skills. Okay. So what are high dollar skills? What are high dollar skills, right? Now, high dollar skills are defined as, as skills in a specific profession, in a specific setting, in a, in a specific area or field that very, very, very few people have. So let's say 0.01% of the PT profession has high dollar skills. Guess what? Since high dollar skills are short in supply in the PT profession, they're high in demand. And supply demand states that if something's low in supply and high in demand, you can charge whatever the heck you want, right? So high dollar skills are the skills that we need to learn if we want to increase your worth. If you want to make more financially, if you want to take control of your financial future, you're not going to get that with clinical skills. This is the baseline, baseline that gets you average pay for being an average PT with nothing else that's different from anyone else in the profession. Making doodle videos as a PT, that, that is a high dollar skill, right? No one's doing that. No one's doing that. So these are the skills. The high dollar skills are the ones that no one else has. And every single private practice, you know, owner, an employer 
these are the skills, whether they tell you or, or they don't tell you, if you were to ask them, they would tell you, more than likely they would tell you, but we don't ask those questions. So if you have these skills, the skills that no one else has, that already sets you apart from everyone else, everyone else. So now we're always thinking, oh, like, how do I negotiate my salary? You know, first interview, I'm out of school. I want to make as much money as I can as a PT. You know, uh, I went to school for, for three years, seven years in total, counting undergrad. I got my doctorate degree. I deserve to get paid what I want. I deserve to get paid what I want. That's what we tell ourselves. And that's what I was telling myself initially. Caitlin and Sheriff, thank you so much for jumping on. You know, we come out of school. We're like, hey, we got doctorates. Like, why don't you want to pay us? Like, let's negotiate here, you know, back and forth. I know you can pay me more. I know you can pay me more. Well, that's BS. There are 10,000, there's, there were 10,600 plus new PTs graduating uh, a year. I, that was in 2018. So that number is only going to increase. So everyone coming out of school has clinical skills. So why would they pay you more? Why would they pay you 15, 20, 25, $30,000 more when they can find someone else with the same skills as you for a lot cheaper? As a business owner, as a business person, that makes absolutely no sense. It makes no sense, okay? So no one's gonna pay you more money because you have clinical skills. So again, we have to go back to high dollar skills. Those are the skills that increase your worth. Those are the skills that set you apart from everyone else. Those are the skills that allow you to demand your worth. But it doesn't start at the initial interview. I would never, I would never, never, never come out of school and then go into that first interview and say, hey, you know, you're lowballing me. I want $20,000 more. What, ha what value have I provided? Zero value. I'm just another PT. I'm an average PT. A PT like everyone else coming out of school. How can I demand more money? You can't. It doesn't work that way. You haven't done anything for anyone. I mean, Jakari, a, P a future PT who can roll burritos. That's value. That's actual value right there. All right. <laughs> Oh, I love it. I love it. So, so should you ask for a raise? You can, but not initially. When do you ask for a raise? After you've provided value. How do you ask for a raise? We can talk about that later. We can talk about that later. But if you haven't, if you haven't proven yourself, if you haven't provided results outside of the results that are expected from you as a physical therapist, which every other physical therapist can produce similar results because we went to school for that. If you haven't provided value outside of, outside of being an average PT, because again, there are 10,600 plus new grads graduating in a year. If you're coming out of school and you have just clinical skills, then you're an average PT. I'm sorry to tell you that. I was an average PT, right? But you cannot demand your worth. You can't increase your worth if that's all you're bringing to the table. So again, 0.01% high dollar skills are the skills that no one else in the profession has or very few people in the profession has and that's when you're able to demand what you want. And that's when you're able to ask for a, a, you know, a higher salary, ask for a raise. You can't ask for shit until you do that. You can't ask for anything until you've actually provided a more value than just being a PT to your employer. So here's what you do. If you want more money, if you want to increase your worth, if you want to start demanding your worth, Okay, and demand's a word that I put out, but you never really wanna demand anything unless you have something to back it up, right? You can only demand your worth if you have something to back it up. And that something are these high dollar skills, okay? So basically, here's what you do. You have to learn the skills. If you wanna increase your worth and ask and demand what you're worth or what you think you're worth, even as a new grad PT, 
I mean, preferably you would have learned this stuff a year before you graduated, but if, if that's not an option, then start learning this stuff right now. If you wanna you know, have a great financial future. So here's what you do. You learn the skills that matter, and the skills that matter to you are not what matters to the employer. Those skills are not what matters to them. As a business owner, what's a primary, the, the reason to have a business, right? Ultimately, the successful businesses are because they want to have financial freedom, they wanna have time freedom. So ultimately, they need more money. Because if you're still wrapped up in that idea that money doesn't matter, you have to, if, if money didn't matter, you wouldn't be trying to ask for more money. <laughs> if money didn't matter, you wouldn't be, you know, worried about student loans. So money matters. You have to, number one, accept it. You know, the love of money, the love of money, money isn't evil. The love of money is, is evil, right? If that's all you're thinking about with, without any regard towards family, friends, relationships, that's evil. But lo- money actually allows you to do a lot of things that you wouldn't ha- be able to do otherwise. It gives you options, right? So the fact is that if, if, if you're complaining about student loans, if you're complaining about debt, if you're complaining about why you're not getting paid more, money matters. Money absolutely matters. So the fact is that a business, a business owner, they need to bring people in through the door. They need to convert those clients. They need to, number one, attract people to come into their clinic, right? If you don't have patience, you don't have a business. If you don't have patience, you can't help anyone. <laughs> if you can't convert that patient, to a, that patient to a paying client, not a client that comes one or two times and that's it, a client that comes eight, nine, 10, 11, whatever you deem necessary for their condition, if you can't convert them and convince them at the initial eval that you're worth it, that physical therapy is worth it and is actually going to help them because what does everyone say? Physical therapy doesn't work. I've been to a physical therapist before and it didn't work for me. That's because the person did not get converted into a paying client because they didn't trust you. They didn't trust the product. They didn't trust shit. So you have to learn how to attract customers, bring them into a practice, and I wasn't gonna get into this, but F it. You have to learn how to convert them to a paying client so they trust physical therapy, they trust you, and they trust the company that you work for. And then they have to, you have to retain them long-term. They have to stick with you long-term. What's the lifetime value of that client for that business owner? Like we said, at the end of the day, the business needs to survive. The business owner needs to make his money because he took the risk, the risk that, that you might not be willing to take, to open up a business. So what matters to the business owner? Not what matters to you, not what skills matter to you. It's not, oh, you know, I wanna learn manual therapy. Oh, oh, I, I wanna learn, you know, dry needling. Oh, I wanna learn, I wanna get my SCS, my OCS. Those things are great, but I don't, those things are amazing. I'm all for learning clinical skills and, and increasing your education in that. The fact is that you should not never expect much of an increase in anything, in, in salary, nothing, because you have that. So if it's, if it's for your own benefit and you know, hey, listen, I'm going to go get my OCS. I'm going to get my SCS because I want to just get better clinically. I want to get more confident clinically, then go for it. But don't expect more money because of it. And if you do get a raise, it's, it's again, it's not, it's not that much. All right. So what skills are important to the person that I'm working for? What skills are important to the, the business owner, the employer that I'm working for? Start with that, and if you don't know, you can ask them, but I'm already telling you what they are. Attract, convert, and retain. The ACR method. Attract, convert, and retain. Those are the skills that are important to any single, every single business on the planet, okay? So when you understand that, now we start to 
gain a little bit of control because now we're aware of what actually matters to, to not you, to the employer. Is everyone with me so far? Does that make sense? Comment makes sense if that makes sense. So now that you've learned the skills that matter to them, not to you, now you need to provide value. Explain to them, hey, listen, I'm learning these skills. I'd love to help you grow your business. I'd love to generate more revenue to grow. I, I'd, lo- I'd love to bring in more revenue to help you grow your business. I'd love to bring more clients in through the door so that I, I could actually help serve more patients. The more people that come in through the door, the more patients I get to serve, the more patients I get to help, right? I wanna help you with that. What, what employer, what business owner in their right mind would say, hell no, I don't want that, you're crazy. Like, what are you talking about all this, you know, attracting stuff? I don't want more patients in here. That's not gonna happen. That's not gonna happen. Provide value first. Then you ask them, hey, you know, I really want, I know we have patients coming in, but I wanna make sure that at least, you know, 80%, 90% of the people who come in for their initial eval are being converted into clients. That means they're coming in for several sessions after that. Whether it's eight, 10, 15, 20, whatever you decide. I'm gonna help you with that because I know, I know that if we convert them to a paying client and, we, and they gain our trust, they, they, they love the brand, the company, and they know that physical therapy works, I know that they're gonna be here for the long haul. And if I can get 80% of those people who come in for the initial eval, and I know that the average revenue per patient coming in is X amount, then I know that this is how much more revenue, more profits we can bring you in. What employer in the right mind is going to say that? He's going to say no to that. None. Okay. Now, if I, if now if I tell him, Hey, what's the lifetime value of this client? What's the lifetime value? If this person comes for X amount of sessions, but now they convert into ongoing fitness programs or they, 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 um, they start referring their friends, their family, what's the lifetime value? Let's calculate that. Let's sit down and talk about it. Provide value. Now they're like, what, how does this guy even know? How does this girl, this girl even know about this stuff? Because no one's talking about that. No one's talking about it, right? So once you start bringing that up, you're starting to provide that value. Um, now we can start having a conversation. Now it's time to prove yourself. Once you've learned the skills and implemented them and you're in the process of mastery and now you're starting to get results for them without any expectations of anything in return yet, yet. Now, now is when you can have a conversation. Only then, once you've provided value and given them results and can measure it and track it with whatever system you want to implement, we have systems um, at Renewal Rehab that we use to, to track that. With whatever systems you want to you uh, implement to learn, it, to track and measure, and you have the proof of results, now you can talk. Now you can increase your worth. Now you can demand your worth. Now you can increase your salary to whatever it is that you want. Okay, and if you want to join the beta course, I actually go into a deep dive into the attract, convert, and retain. I teach you exactly what it entails, exactly what you have to start doing today, today, to start making that happen, to start the process of increasing your worth, to start the process of demanding your worth. Okay, but it only happens if you learn the skills first. It only happens if you start, you know, day by day by day, implementing it, mastering it, getting results. You should never, I, I, I don't, I mean, I just don't get it. How we think, like how we're so entitled as new grads sometimes. Come out of school, got my doctorate. Hey, you're going to pay me what I want. No, you're average. You're just like every other physical therapist who's out there right now. You're not going to get paid shit because the next guy's going to come around 
and be like, hey, you know what? I'll accept $5,000 less. I'll accept $10,000 less. And that's who's going to get hired. Unfortunately, that's how it works. Andrea, I'm so freaking pumped. It's going to be amazing. I'm so, oh my goodness. And we have that call on Thursday. So I'm excited about that too. But that's how you do it. You learn the skills, you provide value first, you produce results, and then you have the talk. And if they don't, if they're not happy, if after everything you've given them, and if after all the value you've provided them, after all the increased revenue that you've given them, if they want to say, hey, you know what? I don't think it's worth it. You know what? I mean, if you have tracked it and you have the numbers, it's like, all right, well, you don't want to pay me more? Bounce. And then you, what, you, what do you do? Now you have these skills that you didn't have before. You have leverage. So either you decide to go work somewhere else and make sure that they value the skills that you know and tell them from the beginning, hey, listen, I was able to produce X, Y, and Z results and I can do it for you too. And now this is what I'm going to charge you. Boom, that's how you do it. And then you move on. If they say no, heck, you can start your own thing because these are the same skills as a stat PT that'll increase your worth. These are the same skills, same skills as a self-employed you know, business owner starting off. We can do concierge, mobile PT, whatever you want. Same exact skills. But now you've implemented them even though you weren't getting paid for them. This is exactly what I did. What I did during my last clinical internship, I wasn't getting paid to implement all these social media ma- uh, marketing accounts. Uh, I managed accounts. I did email marketing systems, text messaging platforms, went to uh, networking aw- events, workshops. I did all these things for free, but it allowed me to implement them, to master them to the point where now I'm opening up a clinic in hopefully the next two weeks. The build out has been taking pretty long. I'm not going to lie, but that's how you do it. You don't ask for shit until you provide value. <laughs> you don't do it. You just don't. So the skills that'll get you to that point, the skills that'll allow you to increase your worth, the skills that'll allow you to demand your worth are the high dollar skills. The three that we just talked about, attract, convert, and retain. So if you're interested in joining the extremely ridiculously cheap beta test, we have 10 people signed up right now. We have 10 more slots. If you're interested in joining, go ahead and comment beta test below. It's 97 freaking dollars. And the skills that I'm going to teach you that we're going to dive into can make you a fortune over the long haul. If you actually learn, apply, implement, master them. So if you are interested, 10 spots available, tag your friends, whoever wants in on it, just let me know. But I think it's pretty worth it for 97 bucks. So that's all I got, everyone. Comment high dollar skills below if you want more information on the program. Andrea, can't wait. Can't wait. Um, and that's it. Any questions? Any questions? Any questions? Jessica, you want in? We'll get you in, girl. We'll get you in. Let's get it. Any questions, everyone? Did that, was that good? Did that fire you up? This is the only way you do it. This is the only way you do it. There's no, no other way to do it. I'm I'm telling you, I I know this is not going to get you anything. It's not going to get you anything. Sherelle, let's get on a power call because this is a great question. 
but I rather I rather just jump on a, a personal power call with you and just dive into it deeper because I can go for another half. You know, you know me. You know me how how hype I get on those calls, girl. We're about to talk for two hours. We're about to talk for two hours. <laughs> uh, let's see. Let's see what we got. All right, everyone. So I think that's it. I think that's it. Yeah, sure. We'll we'll talk more. We'll talk more. Jacob, I got you. I'll go ahead and send you the. I'll send you a, a message. Ask me any questions you want, and then if you're if you're in, let's take you to the top, man. Let's take you to the top. So uh, I'm gonna go ahead and jump off right now. Like I said, if anyone's interested in learning more, if if you're interested in in learning those high dollar skills, then let's make it happen. Beta test, extremely fr- freaking ridiculously cheap, ninety seven bucks. Come on, come on. <laughs> I can't do two hours. I have to study. Sherelle, come on. We're trying to, we're, we're trying to explode your career here. Massive expansion. You don't got to study. We already talked about that. Clinical skills get you stuck. They don't get you. No, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. Study. Please study hard. You got to graduate first. You got to graduate first. And then, and then you're already in the process of learning the high dollar skill. So you're good. You're good. Anyway, I'm out. Thank you for tuning into this episode of the New Grad Physical Therapist Success Blueprint. If you have any questions or would like to speak to us directly about your New Grad PT experience, please do not hesitate to contact us at contactngptmentors.com. That is contactngptmentors.com. As always, we welcome you to join our free New Grad PT Mentorship group on Facebook. And we'd also like to invite you to follow us on Instagram at the New Grad PT Mentors. If you can think of at least one person who can benefit from listening to this episode today, please be sure to share it with them. We look forward to seeing you and them on the next episode of the New Grad Physical Therapist Success Blueprint. Thank you. Have an amazing day.